Rule number one, you always win. Hello and welcome to Viking Survival Quick Clip Number One. Five completely free ways to be more prepared right now. Don't worry about a pen and paper, we've taken all of the notes for you already. So just check out our website at www.vikingsurvival.com to find the show notes. Since this is a quick clip, we'll jump right into it. Tip number one situational awareness. You may hear police officers, first responders, military talking about this, uh, but how exactly do you do it? Well, you can start by being more aware of your surroundings. So look up and look around. It really does have a lot of benefits to help make you more prepared. One of the immediate benefits that you'll notice is that you won't look exactly like everyone else, a cell phone zombie. I'm going to tell you a quick story. The other day I was driving home from a friend's house and I came up to a stoplight. While I was waiting for the light to change, I was looking around, taking in my surroundings and orienting myself to my immediate environment. So as I'm sitting there, I notice a small car dealership on the corner to my left. And that's not something really unusual, but I saw three men standing there. Something about them looked a little off. I could tell they were talking to each other because their mouths were moving and they were gesticulating with their hands. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term gesticulating, it's when someone talks to you and they move their hands as they talk. The funny thing is, it had no purpose in this conversation, because as I'm looking at them, I notice all of them have their phones out, their heads down, and their noses buried so deep into their phones, it would have taken an archaeologist years to disentomb them. Not one person was making eye contact with another person, or even looking up. It was almost surreal how glued to the screen their eyes were. I couldn't help but chuckle to myself. But as I'm sitting there laughing, a fourth person drives up to the group, gets out of his car, walks up to the circle of oblivious homo sapiens that I'm watching at this moment, pulls out his own phone, and buries his own nose. I couldn't help it. At this point, I burst out laughing to myself in the car alone. But just at that time, the light turned green and I had to get moving down the road. I laughed to myself for probably another two miles. So here's the problem, guys and girls. That group was a perfect example of being completely, totally unaware of your surroundings. Had something happened at that exact moment, they would have been done for. It would have been over. If your eyes are up and you're looking around paying attention to who is where and what's going on, you will have the advantage of time when something happens. If it's a natural disaster, violence, criminal act, medical emergency, whatever the case may be, in those events, split seconds become very precious, and you can bank a lot of them for yourself by simply paying more attention to your surroundings. Okay, so tip number two, play the what-if game. Building on the idea of situational awareness, if you are paying attention to your surroundings, you can start to play a game with yourself. That game is called the what-if game. 
What is it? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. First responders play this game all the time. As you're taking in your surroundings and going about your day, you ask yourself something like this. What if that guy over there pulls a knife or a gun and robs the cashier? What if that girl over there has a heart attack and collapses? What if an earthquake hits and I'm in the back of the store? As you play the scenario out in your mind, think about how you will react. Go through the cause and effect of your choices. There are, however, a few rules to the what-if game. Rule number one, you always win. Don't give up. If the scenario doesn't turn out the way you think, fight through it. Figure out how to win. This is an important part of your mindset when something actually does happen. You will win. If you think it and believe it, your decisions will be different, and your decision-making process will also be different. If while you're playing the what-if game, you come across a scenario that you just think, oh, I don't know if I would make it through that, or I don't think I'm going to get out of it, something like that, you are pre-programming that response in yourself. So when something actually does happen, mentally and emotionally, you're going to give up. So you've got to be completely dedicated to the idea that you are going to make it. Rule number two is make it hard. Life is not a cakewalk, so your scenarios should be difficult enough to challenge you. The benefit of that is when something actually does happen, you've already put yourself through tough scenarios. You've already challenged yourself and worked your way through them. But in making them difficult, remember to apply rule number one. You always win, no matter how difficult. Rule number three, change it up. If you're walking up to the store and you think, well, what if someone jumps out from behind that car and mugs me? Great. Work through that scenario, and the next time, instead of having them jump out from behind the car, have them walk up behind you or pull up in front of you and jump out. Change it up. The more scenarios you play out in your mind, the more prepared you are for when something actually happens. And you know what? It may not be exactly the scenario that was in your head, but you will have enough pieces to draw from in order to put together a decent plan fairly quickly. Alright, so we've gone over the rules for the what-if game. Let's get back to the tips. Tip number three, start thinking ahead now. Going along with tip number two, as you're playing the what-if game, you'll be able to identify the most likely scenarios for your family and for your area. Is high crime a problem where you live? Do you live in Tornado Alley or in an area prone to hurricanes or earthquakes? Start thinking about those things and identify which what-if scenario is more likely to occur than the others. Focus on those a little more than the others. This step might take a little research. Luckily, we live in an age where information is available at our fingertips in a very real and literal way. Tip number four, make a plan. Take the what-if game to the next level. Once you identify the most likely scenarios for your family and for your area, sit down with your family or your neighbors or your group of friends, whoever your inner circle consists of, and talk about it. Talk through it. Make a plan together. Discuss your concerns and how as a group you want to respond to them. Write it down and then practice it. Like a fire drill when you were a kid in school, go through the motions and find the weak spots of your plan. Adjust those and try it again. Keep going until you have a really solid plan in place. Then keep practicing it so it becomes muscle memory. One of the things that makes elite military and police forces so effective is they run through their plans again and again, over and over and over until they've addressed every weakness, thought of every scenario. That way, when the time comes to actually execute their plan, their muscle memory takes over and they can just react instead of having to think through things that come up. Tip number five, 
listen to the Viking Survival Podcast. If you made it this far, guess what? Congratulations, you are already on your way to becoming more prepared. Isn't that fantastic? Here at Viking Survival, we sort through the mountains of information out there and we find you those gems, the really valuable tidbits of information that are truly worth your time, the ones that really work. And what that means for you is you save time, money, and frustration. So come back, listen to all of the episodes and quick clips, then listen to them again, read the show notes, print them, take notes on them. All of the information in the world doesn't do a person any good unless it's applied. In this episode, we've talked a lot about mental preparedness and situational awareness, being able to use your mind to be more prepared. And at this point, some of you may be thinking, oh, this is a bunch of mumbo jumbo. But honestly, there are scientific studies that show that it actually does affect the world around you. Your thoughts change the world around you. One of them was Dr. Saru Emoto. I probably completely butchered his name and I apologize. But what he did is he took three jars, put some rice in them, covered the rice with water. And then on the first jar, he wrote, thank you. On the second jar, he wrote, you're an idiot, and he completely ignored the third jar. Every day he would go in, and to the jar that said thank you, he would say thank you. To the jar that said you're an idiot, he would say you're an idiot, and he ignored the third one. About a month later, the rice that he thanked was beautiful and white. It actually had fermented and was giving off a pleasant smell. The rice that he affronted, the one that he called an idiot, it had actually turned black. And then the third one, the one that he ignored, had begun to rot. And if his was the first experiment to show something like this, we could write it off as anecdotal evidence. But the thing is, it has been repeated again and again and again in different formats, in different ways. There's the really common one that school kids do where they plant two different plants. They talk nice to the one, they talk mean to the other. The one they spoke nice to flourishes, the one they spoke mean to dies. But the thing is, this isn't just for when you're speaking to them. This has been repeated when they don't even say words, when they just walk in and think the thoughts. There's also one, and I honestly can't remember which school did it now. Um, I should probably look into that, and I can share that if I ever do find it. But what they did is they set up like the Price is Right Plinko type game, where it was just a pegboard with a bunch of bins in the bottom with different numbers on the bins. They poured a bunch of ball bearings into the top of this contraption, and at first they would just randomly disperse. They repeated this so that they could get measurable results. Then what they did is they would take a volunteer and set him in the room, and he would look at one number and he would focus all of his attention on the ball bearings going into that bin. And what they found was actually really exciting. When they had a volunteer in the room paying attention to the number, no matter what the number was, the ball bearings would measurably go more into that bin. So what I'm saying is your mind, your mindset, and your emotions really do have a measurable and tangible effect on the world around you. So when it comes to preparedness, this is why I'm sharing these five tips. One of the most important things you can do is change your mindset and prepare mentally. That will always be the first step. Okay, so in review, let's talk about the five tips. First, situational awareness. Pay more attention to what's going on around you. Second, play the what-if game. Third, start thinking ahead now. Fourth, make a plan. And fifth, listen to the Viking Survival Podcast. I want to thank you for listening. To see what we're up to, check out our website at www.vikingsurvival.com. And if you want to help us have more free events and give away more cool stuff and help more people, go to the website and become a clan member. 
It's just $20 a year. That's less than $2 a month, but it enables us to do so much. You also receive a ton of benefits with your membership, such as discounts, exclusive events, exclusive giveaways, and more. Go to vikingsurvival.com to check out all of the exciting details. Thank you again for listening to the Viking Survival Quick Clip number one. And remember to prepare for the future. Often we need to look to our past. Thank you.